So uh, two and a half years back, I used to be like a fashion addict. You know, I had to make a purchase yeah. every week. I wanted to buy something new, and all these sales and everything would just get on to me. And my husband was like, uh, "We need to start decluttering now." And I wouldn't declutter at all. But uh, with this kind of lifestyle that I've started living, I have been dependent a lot on pre-loved goods. Hi, Devika. I think we should tell our listeners what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much pressure to be perfect and to you know. Okay. I think I need to acknowledge all flaws on this podcast. We gotta do it. So I'm gonna go first, guys. We had a whole session where Kanupri and I were talking about how what I'm wearing right now, and I forgot to hit the record button. Casual everyday things that happen at work. It's great. It's like that calendar invite, which was for everybody, and I never sent it out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of calendars and chilling, that's the whole the point of like chilling at Aste, though. You know. Hey, I'm wearing the chill set right now, so I'm chilling. Super chill. No wonder I'm the only one who's getting worked up. Maybe I need to change. Yeah, I wish this was a video, guys. What do you think? Should we like convert our podcast into videos? Mm, that could be cool. Let's do a poll on that. But in the meantime, okay, let's talk about how chilly Bombay weather has been. It's really cold, and even though it's for five days, I feel like this is the jam now. Like we have winters. Yeah. No wonder we've launched the chill set during Bombay's chill time. We're always so topical, bro. I mean, we have to be so topical. We have no choice. This is a shameless plug on the podcast. Chill set launch. Go check it out. That's it. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> we want to talk about how uh, conscious you were at the shoot before trying out the chill set yourself because you did say that joggers don't suit you, and I just felt that you were being extremely harsh on yourself, just like a lot of us women do. And guys, so go bury all your insecurities in this chill set because it's. You see, I genuinely didn't think joggers would suit me, and they did. For everybody, all you bottom heavy people out there, seriously. Look it up. I am going to gift this chill set to somebody. That's my idea, and I'm going to use the ten percent off because I do want to highlight that a lot of you. I don't know, guys. We love discounts, don't you all? Because none of you are using that in the checkout. Use the ten percent off. Don't pay the whole amount when we have ten percent off. Use Livaste as the coupon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people don't want a discount, but we clearly want you guys to get a discount. So go for it. Use it. And chill with it. Speaking of chilling, who's coming today? So, um, our next guest is super chill and really cool. Bringing them on right now. Hi, Chitti. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you on here. It's my pleasure, absolutely, Kanupriya. I was delighted when I uh, got the invitation to be uh, here, and uh, it's a wonderful day to record. I think 
Yeah, it's always a great day, I think, at Aste. Um, I want to quickly give our listeners a background to you. Um, so Tripti is also called the Drama Mama. I love her Insta handle. We're actually going to link it for you guys in the description. It's so perfect, I think. And uh, she shares a lot of these cool experiences through her parenting journey. I think she has the most beautiful six-year-old. And that's sort of the reason why this whole journey started. And the focus on sustainability, being a conscious parent, being an equal parent in relationships are obviously things that are really important to one and things that we will further dwell into through this podcast journey. Um, I think the best thing that you've said is being eco-friendly and sustainable isn't rocket science. Anyone can do it. And it should be really easy. These systems should just be a natural part of our life, you know. Um, so just want to jump into it. Tell us a little bit about your journey as a mother, as a content creator. How did you get into the space? How do you go about it now? Um, so Kanukriya, actually, initially, motherhood was extremely difficult for me. I didn't accept it very nicely. I had my own share of battles with motherhood, but because I was completely unknown to this concept of having a child, honestly. Uh, But, you know, as I started uh, learning through books and through Google and through a lot of mothers who supported my journey, I just learned that I didn't have to really uh, be nervous about this journey at all. That's how I just uh, started sharing my entire parenting journey on Instagram because I felt out there, there must be so many mothers who must be so scared of adapting to motherhood and probably I could just help them. So initially I started sharing a lot of uh, my own experiences of raising the child. And uh, since we both, me and my husband believe in equal parenting, I started sharing that a lot and I think a lot of people found it very helpful and they started adapting a lot of things that I was sharing right. uh, across. Hmm. Then came sustainability part uh, where I think I started this uh, entire journey because of my daughter. So it just happened that, uh, you know, she saw a lot of things uh, made in plastic in the market. And then she just asked me one day that where does all of it go when, you know, we throw it out? And that hit How me. How insightful, like, you know, for her to like, Yeah, Uh, you know, there were so many things we keep throwing garbage across and she kept asking me, where does all of this go? What Mm. happens to all of this? You know, we discarded, where does it go? Mm. And that just hit me. I was like, um, if you know, at uh, I think she was around three and a half, four years old that time. And I was like, if, if a three and a half year old can think, why aren't I, why aren't I thinking about all this? Why am I uh, just destroying uh, the planet, giving it my share of uh, destruction? Man, wow, when, yeah. when, you know, we could just do very, very simple things uh, in our life and just change the way we actually live. So this is why I started uh, adapting it myself. And then I slowly realized that, you know, small steps, if I could just share it and across on my gram people started picking it up really well I started getting tremendous response from people who were looking out for these uh, sustainable swaps that I was making and that's how this entire uh, thing came up incredible what a journey and thank you for being so raw about your early experiences with motherhood and your struggles through it and how you overcome all of them Speaking of sustainability, what does it really mean to you? Like when you talk about everyday sustainability, small changes, what 
is your hmm. concept of a sustainable life just uh, anything the word sustainability for me actually means something that you can do for ever forever you don't uh, if you feel that uh, you, if you're making a change that is only going to last you for few months and then you are going to go back into that same kind of a setup that's not a sustainable option then so for me sustainability actually means that you may incorporate everything that you can possibly do in your life and retain that uh, swap for uh, until you know you die off Mm-hmm. so for me that is sustainability i mean this is my completely my personal opinion that it uh, it does not have to be only with uh, uh, veganism or it does not have to be uh, about abolishing plastic or it does not have to be about equal wages it is about everything that you can carry on with your entire life so if you feel that being vegan is something that you can carry on entire life that is sustainability for you if right. you feel that uh, cutting down pa- uh, plastics for your entire life uh, is, is possible for you then that is sustainability for you so mm. for everyone i feel the definition of sustainability will differ but overall uh, the concept uh, should always be that you know something that we can do for the rest of our lives hmm right no i agree with you i think that's such a great way to think of things you know it's sort of a uh... sustainable sustainability in a way exactly uh, how do you approach this when it comes to you know daily your daily life like maybe some easy hacks for our listeners who are out there um something that you've been able to incorporate very successfully so basically uh, it all starts with being conscious and being mindful so anything and everything that you have right now you just got to use all of it hmm. and whenever you're making a purchase uh, you just have to think of alternatives so if i'm going ahead and buying uh, you know if i'm say for example i'm in need of a bag a handbag all right what are the right. possible options in a handbag can i buy it pre-loved can i buy it in in a material that is sustainable can i just skip the entire buying and uh, you know utilize something that i already have so just being mindful and conscious before every purchase that i make is the way that i'm living right now even if i go out i will always carry a cutlery pouch with me because i don't want to oh my god um, that is so cool yeah i will always do that i don't want to add up to what is already there even hmm. if i'm not able to minimize my own consumption oh, yeah. at least i will not add up to it and how do you approach um, this when it comes to say fashion because you know we all love getting new clothes fast fashion is such a big thing there's so many trends out there so uh, two and a half years back i used to be like a fashion addict you know i had to make a purchase yeah. every every week i wanted to buy something new and all these sales and everything would just get on to me and my husband was like uh, we need to start decluttering now and i wouldn't declutter at all but uh, with this kind of lifestyle that i've started living i have been dependent a lot on preloved goods in fact a lot of my uh, daughter's outfits are mostly preloved and hands me down most of my outfits are now hands me down in fact uh, i share a lot of my outfits with my sister earlier i used to feel why should one do that you know all our lives we are just uh, wearing the same stuff and everything but with uh, being conscious i have started accepting that this these are all just social conditionings in us they don't really need to be hampering our lives or our planet at all so i could uh, it's absolutely okay for me to repeat outfits 
It's absolutely okay if I wear hands me down and it's absolutely okay for me to abolish that social conditioning inside me. So my take on uh, fashion is going by these steps. I buy very, very limited stuff now and uh, I uninstall apps when there are sales because they are very tempting. <laughs> and how do you think the fashion industry has evolved? Do you think that's a cue that, you know, the industry is also taken? Is there more sustainable options out there now? I would say there is more awareness that we need to adapt sustainability in our lives. So consumers are also very, very aware that they need to make their choices accordingly. Uh, brands, as of now, are still adapting to it. There's a lot of greenwashing also that happens uh, with sustainability. Absolutely. But so brands are not very clear sometimes uh, if this could be brought in front and sustainability could be made a lot more affordable for people, probably they would uh, they would opt for it. However, I think that each sustainable garment, okay, no matter at what price it is, it is always a better economical prospect than buying a non-sustainable item. It's just that people are not aware that if you if they're paying a cost to buy something that's uh, sustainable, they always uh, end up saving a lot more costs than on other things that they would be paying for in future, maybe. No, I think they last longer, they look better, there's better quality. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, and the- if we could just... Uh, adapt you know this whole concept of restyling our own outfits yeah that is something that I'm completely working on so you know one garment that is sustainable can just be styled in many many different uh, styles and uh, you know you don't really need a whole wardrobe of different things you just need a few staples that are sustainable and you would be good to go right totally no I agree with you 100% and I think that's also so cool uh, the fact that you're open to doing this you're willing to do this and the education aspect of it has have there been any sort of blogs or things that you've written about this maybe our listeners can go refer to those Uh, Yes, I have. uh, I do have um, a blog that I've written on simple sustainable swaps that you can can just do uh, in your everyday life. They are very, very simple. Something like carrying a steel bottle, something like carrying a steel tiffin with you, you know, when you go out and there's there's food remaining on your plate and uh, you don't want to eat it and you so you don't waste it but you carry it back in your own containers carrying simple cutlery pouches so all of that I have put across in my blog they're very very sustainable simple doable things in fact even through my Instagram handle I'm only sharing stuff that is doable I know I've Uh, been I've been looking at your Instagram I mean everything that you talk about is so easy to do you know they're like all yes yes this is exactly why I uh, you know I um, always say that sustainability isn't rocket science it's just very very simple things but it's just that people have to just become conscious about it it just needs to hit them that they need to do this so probably you know they will remember like I don't need to remember to carry my cutlery pouch anymore it just comes to me very naturally now you know uh, Tripti to ask like all of this seems so obvious and you know like a no-brainer whatever but I'm sure you faced a lot of challenges when you like took up this and you went into this sort of lifestyle choice positioning you started especially when you started to put content out there about it was there anything that you know any challenges that you faced or people who just didn't take it in the right way 
Uh, yes. So a lot of people would uh, actually eco shame me. That happens even now, in fact, because I end up putting a lot of sustainable content. So whenever I go out and if I meet a complete group of strangers, it's always uh, and I tell them that, you know, I live a sustainable life. They'll be like, oh, so you're a vegan and oh, oh so you're not going to be eating this. Oh, so you're going to uh, bring your own plate and everything. This sort of eco shaming happens because I go out there and put the content across for sustainability. But I think people also need to realize that whoever is trying to be sustainable can absolutely be imperfect at sustainability as well. You know, they can be really trying hard and they cannot be uh, actually, you know, there's no end point to, uh, to being sustainable. You can't be sustainable throughout. So, but you can do smaller things that make you sustainable. So how do you and deal with these challenges, you know, when people like would say stuff to you, how would you like overcome it? Through my content, again, through my content, you know, you will find that I do share a lot of my own experiences about eco-shaming as well through my content. And I keep telling this across that uh, it's absolutely fine to be imperfect at sustainability. All you need to do is just try. You just need to put that across in your heart and try. That's so beautiful. That's such a nice thought. I think that's a great thought to end on also that everyone should just try and make whatever little effort that they can, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, our parents were completely sustainable. If we could even adopt one of the ways that they were living, even that is a benefit to the planet. And, you know, each one uh, adapts one way of doing things. Yeah. I think we will good to go. We'll be very good to go. We'll be in a much better position right, than we right. are right now. Totally. I 100% agree with you. And I think that's a great note for me to ask you our closing question, which we ask everyone, which is how do you specifically live Aste? And to live Aste is just to be present in every moment, sort of. And it doesn't, there's no pressure on it. You don't have to be like doing something productive. You can be like just chilling, having a coffee, you know, just living your life, but being present in it, like really enjoying it. Right. So I live Aste by not multitasking. Um, multitasking, I think, uh, is a word that has got a lot of exposure and everybody talks about it. Right. But uh, I don't multitask at all now. It is something that I realized uh, doesn't work for at least me. Because hmm. I want to be in that present situation. Wow, doing that just want to do that, like it must be ridiculously hard. It is. It is. In fact, I take a lot of social detox breaks. I go on solo journeys and uh, sometimes I even take my daughter along. So it's just two of us that go on a solo uh, holiday. So all of these uh, for me are incredible. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. And yeah, um, she's she's an avid traveler. So when uh, her father cannot make uh, time is when I take her uh, out on a holiday. And sometimes I even do solo holidays because I need that kind of a space just to live my life completely on my terms at that point of time. That's so sweet. And I think that's a fabulous thought that everyone else can also take on into their life and it, I think it's really hard and the temptation as women is uh, unbelievable to multitask and you know get things done quicker but it does lead to like a lack of mindfulness and mental peace so absolutely women need to stop multitasking they need to stop multitasking they need to ask their partners to to be hand-holding in their entire parenting journey as well so uh, they need to be realizing that we're not sacrificing dolls out here right. and they need to put an end to all of this and 
if they want to show this uh, across to their children, they need to be doing that. Else we are going to be having this vicious circle forever with us. Absolutely. I could not agree more. I think that's a great spot to sort of, you know, leave people with this. And I hope that some people like incorporate this into, you know, what they're thinking. Or even even I, I think it's such a like novel concept, especially in India, that even if they start thinking about it and we're able to like trigger that, I think that'll also be something. Yes, absolutely. Even the thought is 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 good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tripti, for coming on the podcast, for being so raw and real and sharing all your experiences so candidly and all the tips that you've shared for sustainable sustainability. I think we are asked to really appreciate it. And being so honest about like the problems with multitasking and why, you know, as a society, we've started celebrating it, but it's really not the best part. Absolutely overrated concept, according to me. <laughs> right. No, thanks for coming. Thanks for sharing everything here. And I think we had a great time together and you're really, I think, going to help people understand the concept of Livaste further. Thank you so much, Kanupriya. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. I had fun talking to you and telling you about my share of journeys. And I hope, I really hope uh, your listeners take away something from this podcast and incorporate in their life. I'm sure that they will. Thanks for coming again. Thank you. was a chill conversation and you know it was so fun that during the conversation I somehow was associating chill with chilies and then I was thinking about how much I would love some red paprika on my pizza if you guys haven't seen the hoodie in the chill set you would understand the context of me dreaming of pizza I dream of pizza all the time so really you like chilies on your pizza no, I don't like, I'm not a chilly person in general. Um, I don't know if this is coming across as really wrong now with the whole context of chill. Like, I'm chill, <laughs> but I don't like chilies, okay? <laughs> God. So much pressure nowadays to be chill. Well, if you don't like chilies, like, how do you do the Hawaiian pizza? Like, the jalapeno and pineapple? I hate pineapple on pizza. It doesn't belong. Oh, you're one of those. I only do Italian pizza. That's what it was meant to be. That <laughs> if you put pineapple on it, then it's flatbread. Okay, let's just let's let's just clear this out. Kanupriya, you're talking a lot about Italy lately. Maybe you want to go to Italy. I mean, I would be down. Should we move Asti to Italy? <laughs> Guys, we're planning a trip to Italy. If you're on, if you want Asti to move to Italy, please DM us. <laughs> <laughs> and until we figure this out until next week keep chilling chilies yeah, live our same we'll update you on our move plans soon <laughs> bye-bye keep chilling bye